Hello and welcome to our podcast, Shut the Fuck Up, We Are Not Done Talking Yet, with Sharla Gabert and Danielle Warriman. I'm Sharla. And I'm Danielle. In our podcast, we discuss current events, popular culture, writing, books, movies, and women's lives. We are smart, funny, and occasionally profane. We hope you enjoy our podcast and thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Shut the Fuck Up. We are not done talking yet. This week, we have a special podcast for you. We are going to look back into the beginnings of this wonderful podcast. Today, we're going to play for you our pilot podcast recorded last December outside at Phil's Coffee in Walnut Creek. We edited it, but we made sure to leave in the sirens that are playing in the background because it's quite comical. But you can listen to it and hear the beginnings of our raucously funny humor together. We hope that you enjoy this and keep listening. Thank you. So my name is Danielle. Oh, yeah. My name is Sharla. And this is our first podcast. We wanted to... um, introduce ourselves and talk about very oh plus there's a really great siren in the background that's professional yep that's what happens when you're at phil's outside yeah we're in phil's coffee and um charla and i have known each other for more than 10 years we went to india on my first nia and india trip in 2009 in january so we've been friends for 10 years and we really like to talk and we talk about everything so we think we're super interesting so we went sided to have <laughs> well we think we amuse each other so we have at least an audience of two that will listen we to have our an podcast. Audi- yeah, and our husbands will be forced to listen oh, to our podcast. Yeah, sure we have an audience of four. Yeah. Um, we think we're very funny, and it was hurting <laughs> me. I learned it in my memoir writing classes that I've taken that being silenced hurts us, and I'm ready to tell the truth all the time. Yeah, and so we're going to tell the truth in the podcast, too. Yeah. More what do you less. want to talk about first, Charlotte? We have um, a very large list of topics. Let's see. Okay, well, let's just see. We can. Um, okay, well, I was going to tell you. I don't think I've had a chance to tell you that I'm going to take a voice lesson this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Who's your teacher going to be? The guy um, from the Miramani High School? Yeah. Oh, not Miramani. Uh, what's that other one called? Cap- Campo Lindo. Campo Lindo. Mark Roberts. Yeah, he was the assistant conductor during the last concert yeah. that we just had. I love him. He has. He likes to vocalize. In fact, he would say, he warmed us up, let's vocal, I'm going to vocalize you as if it's a transitory, a transit verb. Right. So he vocalized us with a lot of, oh, weird warm-ups. At any rate, I really like his approach to singing. What so, kind of voice do you have? Uh, I don't know. You could, soprano? Well, singing, oh, I'm a soprano. Yes, second soprano. I like to sing um, harmony, if possible. Nice. But I feel like I have been singing in choruses and choirs my entire life, but I've never really had voice lessons. Oh, very cool. And now I'm singing in the ensemble with only 24 people, so I'm kind of exposed. My voice really stands out more. Plus, there's a lot of opportunities to sing solos. But I don't really have a solo voice because I don't really have a trained voice. Ergo, I decided I would take a couple of voice lessons, learn the basics, breathing and... Oh, I don't know what. Then you can use what we learned today in Nia about Alexander technique and having your head level and your throat is open. So you'll, he'll tell you oh, about yeah. that. 
He's probably knows about Alexander Technique because he's a performer. Yeah, is that how you know about it? Are you I just know about, about it. From Nia? I know about it from Nia, and then I know that my daughter yeah. took Alexander Technique in her um, studies at the uh, conservatory did. in San Francisco as a bass player. My daughter is a bass player and went to San Francisco Conservatory of Music. And um, that's part of it, is that even as she wasn't a performer even with her she, voice, yeah. uh -huh. she had to place her body and play and like all this body mechanics. You're it's kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah, I would never think Alexander Technique would apply to people playing an instrument. It's all of the above. And wow. speakers. And speakers. And yeah, speak, uh, orators. Yeah, 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 yeah. Orators, is that the right way to say it? Orators. Orators, orators, yeah. That's interesting. I yeah. am very surprised to hear that. Yeah. So anyway, that's cool you're yeah. having a music See, lesson. I always think that I have a kind of a young girlish voice when I talk, but I feel like I have the capacity of a, like a much bigger voice when yes. I'm singing, you know, kind of like an opera yeah. voice. So I'm going to work on that. Right. Them, and we I should hope. sing more at Nia. So I teach hey, a class yeah. called Nia Technique and I have for almost 17 years. And that's what I said before, why Charlotte and I know each other, because she came on my retreat. And sometimes we voice in class, so we can sing or just say, ah, like, ah, and then shake our chest. That gives a, a little rumble to the sound. Um, so it's good. It's good to Yeah, make like noise. today, we were doing a whole bunch of great Christmas music. Yeah. And we could sing along with the Christmas music, which yeah. was super fun. Dun, 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 Yeah, we never, it's the Christmas season, and... That Can't was a that tricky class. Right. It was a mashup of Christmas carols and Christmas and rock popular songs. songs and rock and rock songs. <laughs> and disco. Whoever put it together was brilliant. Because, because he's a DJ. He detected like the fact that like a let there be peace on earth sort of sounded like some other song. I mean Yeah. That was really clever. Sounded like Roxanne. Yeah. The exactly. first one was like Roxanne. So yeah, that's a um, a recording. It's called Santa Mash by DJ Zach Darling. You can get it on I got it on Spotify and you can get it on SoundCloud. But yeah, um so that's what I do, Nia. That's why Charlotte and I know each other, so we like to work out doing that. And then we invariably have coffee after and then sometimes lunch and talk for hours. So we think we're really entertaining. We also went to Esalen together this oh, year. Yeah, We've done right. various trips. Yes, yes, we and have. We attended the writer's work. It's called Writer's Camp. Writer's Camp. And Charla already mm -hmm. wrote a memoir. I don't know how where you are in where your work project with your memoir. Yeah, memoir. well, I have about um, over 100,000 words. That's a lot of words. Yeah, a whole lot of words. So basically, I'm still struggling with my structure. Oh. How to put it all together. Okay. Should I just so, tell it chronologically? Oh, okay. So they're like chapters or blurbs or like, they're, they're like flash memoir, like a piece of something. Yeah. They're scenes. scenes. A lot of scenes and then some, it's like a bunch of scenes. And okay. then I need to knit it together with some connective tissue yes. and figure out how to tell the story and figure out what the story is really about. Right. The story is generally about growing up in a divorced family with a single mom, evil stepmother, evil stepfather. Oh, good God. That's the that part. But then part of it's set in the present. So it's about my mom now and my father now and things I found out about them and their relationship and discoveries I made along the way. So, yeah, it's kind of a mess. Honestly, there's probably three memoirs in there. How many? You know. how, what length book is 100,000 words? Ooh, that's a good question. You don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know offhand. Yeah, I don't know either. 
Okay, um, so that's, and I am that's in the probably press. fairly long even for a memoir. Yeah, I think it could be like memoir, 500 pages. Yeah, memoir, I was reading somewhere, maybe I heard this, twenty-five to 50,000. Ah, I took a class when I went to the Sanibel oh, yeah. Island Writers Conference, right. which was in November, and a fantastic teacher there, Emily Rapp Black. Highly recommend her. She said it should be maybe twenty-five to 50,000 words. Wow, so you have a lot of editing to do. Yes. Or it's two books. Yeah. If it's, it's so good, you get one published, you get the next one published. It would probably make sense to make, I think it's better to try not to put everything into your first book. Right. Because I'm such an amateur beginner as far right. as making a book. No, you're not. You're just on your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am also writing memoir, and I don't know if it's going to be a book, but I publish blogs, my little stories. And I used to publish really benign blogs that were more about travel and you know some emotions I was having, but now I'm just ready to um, take the gloves off and trash my mother for the shitty mother that she was. And I don't care if she's, it'll get back to her eventually. And I'm okay with that. What yeah. about you, Charlotte? Are you okay with that? Your mom hearing this, or does she need ah, to die first? That's a good question. Does she need to die first? Well, sorry, sorry, Marcy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my feeling is by the time I would finish a book, get a manuscript done. Find an agent, find a publisher, get it actually published. She might be on her way yeah, out. Yeah, she will. She probably will. Because, you know, that takes so long. It takes like six years. Exactly. Agent. Shit. So agent, my friend yeah. Jonelle is a published author. She wrote a oh. novel that's 300 pages long, and they made her cut it. She had way more than that, and they made her cut it up, 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 up. But she's a published author, and she has to promote herself a lot. It's really right. difficult. Like, she had to get millions not millions thousands of followers on twitter and instagram and then right. she has to like work on that pub that promotion self-promotion constantly and um she sold she did okay like she sold a lot of books on amazon uh-huh and um but anyway yeah it's so having an aunt she went with a small publishing house in salt yes. lake city like the bigger the better if you have a good publishing house like julie yes. did like our friend yes. julie wrote um, julie barton, barton wrote dog wrote, medicine dog medicine got a first published in a small house and then got uh, bought by Penguin, yes. and she did really well. Yeah, um, well, you know, the thing is, if you don't, even the big publishers, you still have to have your own, they call it the platform. Yes. Your platform is like your web presence, your social media presence. I think in the olden days, yes. it was like you medium. had a blog. Like medium. But now you need to have an followers. Instagram. You have to have followers and... It was explained to me a platform is sort of like you have established your expertise to be the writer of this book. So even if it's just the expertise about your own life, yeah. right? Like if you were writing a nonfiction book about a topic, I don't know, the history of coffee, you would, or the history of Phil's coffee. First, you would have a blog and you'd have a Facebook page and you would be writing all about coffee and you would become an expert about coffee and then when you publish your book about phil's coffee you would have already had a following yeah and readers yeah, yeah basically the publishers want you to get the readers it's and a find new world readers. So, so you've just heard our pilot episode thanks for listening and hope you were entertained and come on back next week for our new episode of shut the fuck up we're not done talking yet and if anybody heard a high-pitched squeal in the background, that's my husband Dave using his saw in the garage. See you next time. Bye for now.